Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Gaze on Film. This podcast is where we, a pair of gays, talk about what we're watching. I'm Ned. And I'm Jacqueline. And this episode was decided by our fans, thanks to both of you. (laughs) (laughs) We asked you and you voted for your favourite horror for us to watch and review. And it's The Blair Witch Project. Remember, there will be plenty of spoilers this episode, so take that as a warning and proceed with caution. As the protagonist probably should have done as well, if I'm honest. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, It was nice that we opened this up to people to vote. We did give four options, but I can't remember the four options for this. One of them was Drag Me to Hell, which I was hoping would win, because I've not seen it yet. And one was Nightmare on... Elm Street, but I've said what it wrong. What did you call it? Nightmare of Elm Street? Yeah, or? it was just the one word, little <clears> slip. <throat> yeah. And then, I don't know what the other one was. But yeah, it was good to get the followers involved. And they supposedly picked the scariest film ever, which we will discuss later. We certainly will. Um, But gen- general, kind of what my up to, what for being watching, shall I get into what I've been watching? I was going to ask you. Okay, ask me. What have you been watching? Oh, okay. So, we both went to the cinema to see the Banshees of Inisherin, which was fantastic. Oh. We've got our podcast episodes planned out um, already for the like the next few weeks, and we we never thought. Well, we thought we wouldn't do an episode on this one just because we can't do ev- an episode on everything that we watch and and. Yeah, we can't, can we? No. But I'm going to hazard a guess that it might end up being in a future episode. It might be in my top ten of the year. Ooh. So we might talk a little bit more about it. Well, I can't um, wait for that one then. But yeah, it was great. Um, Colin Farrell was amazing. Um, just a really good but weird, fun just a film that, yeah, Martin McDonough is the director who did, like, In Bruges and things. Mm-hmm. And I think this is some of his best work that mm. he's done. Um, so, yeah, we watched that. Um, this past weekend, I hosted a gaggle of gays. Um, gaggle of gays. For some of our friends from Manchester. Uh, and on one of the evenings, we stayed in... And watched a horror film, and we decided to watch Host, which I've wanted to watch since 2020. Was it um, like made before the pandemic was even a thing? No, during the pandemic. Like it was inspired by and made for. It was. It was actually planned. produced during the pandemic. Yeah. 
like somebody was flexing their creative muscles. Yeah. Like the cast, we at the spoiler alert for this bit, but at the end you actually get to see them doing a real life seance. The cast. Mm. That's all they ever did to meet each other. I think they'll have had. Oh, maybe... for the benefit of the listeners, host is about a seance that's hosted on Zoom, Zoom, and it goes a bit wrong. Yeah. And I remember it coming out and people raving about it, but I couldn't watch it because I was spending too much time on Zoom. Mm. Um, So, you know, now I'm out and about a bit more. We watched it and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was very original. I thought it was bloody scary because out of all the different subgenres of horror, I think, like, paranormal stuff is the scariest. Mm, I agree. I'm also watching Dharma still. I know you gave up on it. Um, I'm up to episode nine, so I'm not far off being done. Um, I'll probably update everyone once I've finished to see what my final thoughts were. Mm. I watched, I'm on episode five of This England. Not This Is England. Oh, yeah. This England. I don't like it when you put that on while I'm trying to sleep. It's very like... It's very heavy on the COVID stuff. It takes me back to when everything was at its worst. I was just like, oh. And something about it, it's very like, it almost feels like a parody. And I don't know if that's because it's so, it's like this woman on the phone. Oh, Dominic Cummins is, is in Durham. I've just seen him. And it's like, because it was literally two years ago. I don't know, something about it feels a bit, makes it feel a bit more naff than the show actually is. Um, yeah, I get that vibe. I think from what I've heard, because I listened to it while I'm got my eyes closed, hmm. it sounds like it's good. It's just not very easy to fall asleep to. Yeah, yeah. very true. So what have you been watching then, my king? Well, I'll tell you what. I actually, on a rare occasion, managed to get to the cinema on my own. Without me. Without you. I was in Manchester for work. Well, not Manchester, Altrincham. <laughs> so I went, um, took myself to The View that evening um, and watched Ticket to Paradise. Was it Paradise? Yeah, yeah, it was all right, yeah. It was... <laughs> You're selling it well. <laughs> it was an out-of-the-box rom-com. So if you like rom-coms, you're really going to love it because um, Julia Roberts and George Clooney were really good in it. It's got that girl from Booksmart as well. Caitlin Dever. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thought she was really good in it as well. Um, she is good. It was nice kind of opportunity to give viewers... A little taste of Balinese culture as well. Oh, I did see quite a lot of people have yeah. to say that they really want to go to Bali now. Yeah, I felt like I learned a bit about the detail. Because a lot of, I think a lot of films that try to show off other cultures often just show the like visuals and don't really get into like what stuff means. Hmm. But this made sure it felt like there was plenty of space to sort of share why Balinese weddings do what they do and how the traditions have come about. So, yeah, oh, I thought cool. it was quite nice. It felt nice and um, a respectful kind of diversity hit, is what oh. I would say. Um, so I gave that three stars. Um, oh, but I'm going to talk about this since we are gays on film. In the trailers, before it started, 
the trailer for Bros came on, mm-hmm. um, and the middle-aged couple before behind me were muttering um, discontent at being subject to the trailer of a gay rom-com. So there's a little spot of reality for you listeners. I'm afraid that. homophobia still exists, even in the cinema. Um, but that didn't detract from my overall experience, because... Who cares about the opinions of bigots? Exactly. Exactly. What else have I watched since then? Oh my god, I watched Planet of the Apes, the OG. This is part of one of your other franchise rewatches. So you're currently doing Alien and Predator rewatch. Yeah. And then. And I've started Planet of the Apes rewatch yeah. as well. Um, I was toying with the idea of going chronologically rather than. Oh, I did order. notice you put. A couple of yeah, but then I thought orders. since I've done Alien and Predator chronology uh, release order, I best stick to what I know. Um, uh-huh. I really enjoyed Planet of the Apes. I can see why it was such a success. When was that original one out? Nineteen sixty-eight. That long ago. The year my dear mother was born. Wow. Sorry, mum. I've just revealed your age. <gasps> oh. Um, you do all oh, oh, you know that that's that's not a good thing. <laughs> Don't. Could not get me words out there. Um, revealed your mother's age? What do you mean? I said that's not a good thing to have done. Oh. I was on your mother's side. Thanks. Well, I'll take the telling off because I'm not re-recording the episode. Oh, no. 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 Um, yeah, very much enjoyed it. It is, although, I w- yeah, I will mention, it is probably one of the reasons that the Bechdel test has to even exist. Because there are... Three named female characters in it. Are any of them apes? Um, one of them is an ape mm. who is a scientist who knows exactly, knows all her shit, but gets absolutely nowhere until her male counterpart exerts his own influence and then everyone gives him credit. So she's a bit overlooked. One of them is a human woman who dies in the first scene. Right. And one of them is a human woman who has not got a single line um, for reasons that you kind of come to understand as why the planet of the apes exists. Humans evolve to lose speech. Oh. So, yeah, of those, yeah, three, three female characters, none of them have enough to do about themselves anyways i gave that four stars and also um making progress on the alien and predator rewatch oh i've also wanted to just comment as well that i'm really falling behind on andor like i think i'm probably four episodes maybe five behind now at this point i have watched four episodes right okay cool so yeah it's I guess this is what happens when we haven't recorded for a, a week rather than doing two in a mm. week. We actually have quite a lot to update on. Mm. Um, the other bit of news, movie news, that I just wanted to comment on. Last night, the news came in that DC Films will be rebranded to DC Studios. I wonder where they got that idea from, mm. Marvel. Um, and they've been looking for a new head of creation and kind of a new producing team. Mm. And it has gone to James Gunn. And his producing oh, partner, Peter Safran. Yeah. Yeah. Of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
So it's like a creative who is going to be heavily involved in producing. So that's oh. an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Um, I just really want DC to just get its act together mm. and have and try and have like a a cinematic universe. Because what I'm really realizing about Marvel is I've always known this for a while, but a lot of my enjoyment of Marvel is the fact that it's all connected. And if DC can try at mm. least do some of that itself. Mm. That would be great. Yeah. Speaking of superheroes... Hang on. Oh, sorry. I wasn't finished on Alien Resurrection. Oh, sorry. Go no, on, go okay. on. No, We've been <laughs> going on a bit, haven't we, about these... Well, I just thought... How long have we been going? 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Let's do Trailer Trash or Treasure. I just wanted to say that I was scared for Alien Resurrection because I enjoyed the trilogy so much. And as much as it wasn't as good as the first three... It's fine that it exists. I quite enjoyed it. Mm. Thank you. Three stars. <laughs> now on to trailer trash or treasure. The segment where we <laughs> get look excited to the future. and look to the future about a upcoming release. This time, talking of superheroes, we are going to do Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantum Mania. Shall we dance is straight there, in? Is it quantum mania or quantum, is it quantum mania? Quantum mania. You're in the quantum realm and it's manic. Yeah, but there's only one M in the word. And I think there is in the title. I haven't spelt it wrong, have I? No. Quantum mania. Quantum mania. Anyway, shall we watch it? Yeah. Um, as always, link in the show notes. So if you want to watch watch along with us. Pause now. So go on then, you first. <laughs> I think that it looks like a fun trailer mm. for what could be a very fun film. One thing I don't get, because mm. they go to the quantum realm. That's I... pretty much the premise of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. but they don't... How are they breathing if they're smaller than oxygen? Is that how small the quantum realm is? Yeah. I think it is, anyway. I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to assume that I have to suspend my disbelief for that bit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think it looks like it's going to be quite fun. Um, and it sounds like the soundtrack is going to be cool as well, because it plays um, beyond the yellow brick. Yeah, um, so for me, recent Marvel trailers, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, has kind of ruined Marvel trailers for me for now, because I've found both of those, both the teaser and the official, were incredible. Mm. This, my first reaction when I watched it, was a bit bored. Oh. I know. And and I hate to say that with Kang being in it for the first time. Have we we've, not have met, we've met we've met a variant of Kang in Loki. I thought he so. who remains or whatever he was called. Who the was one like, at the end of the universe. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, who was yeah. more of like a friendlier version of Kang. Yeah. Um and Jonathan Majors looks really cool as Kang. And I wish that did it enough for me. But something about it 
gives me... <laughs> I don't think people realise quite how much Thor Love and Thunder's scarred me and my love for <laughs> Ma- Marvel. It gives me, like, green screeny Thor Love and Thundery vibes well, that would scare me. Location, no, but realm, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like... Like, like that first shot when they get to the quantum realm when they're looking around, mm. it looks not very good. I didn't think the graphic, like the CGI yeah. wasn't very good on Thor Love and Thunder and this looks the same. Mm. Like it's very much the whole film has been built just on a on a lot, which I know a lot of films are, but the other films from other studios seem to spend a bit more so you don't feel like you're... You're you've in got, that quite you've got a bit. quite expensive taste, though, I think. Do you? With yeah. films as well? Well, I like rudimentary CGI, but you don't. Well. So. No. Um, and I would say Ant-Man as a character and as the third one in the trilogy, I would say Ant-Man is quite a weak entry to the MCU, especially the second one. It was pretty naff. Um, I think I must have seen the second one because I watched them all, but I can't remember it exactly. Mm. Um, so I would say what has been interesting some theories online a lot of the rings that we see around Kang, mm-hmm. the circles, people are starting to think, Oh, is this all starting to come together? Because we've got Shang-Chi and his rings, some symbolism, we've got Kamala Khan with her bangle and all yeah. that bluey, colory. So it's like, oh, is there a connection to Kang potentially in all of this? So well, let's hope so. But I want it to be a good film on its own. I don't want it to just be good because it brings a load of stuff together and sets up a load more stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Jonathan Majors is, is going to be an amazing villain. Um, but. We shall just see what happens. But for me, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Mm. That is trash for me. Mm. And not just for Evangeline Lilly's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go treasure. But not because I'm expecting any mind-blowing cinema. Yeah. Just because I enjoyed the trailer. But then maybe I'm biased because it had... A good soundtrack. I thought you were gonna say you fancy Paul Rudd. No, if if anyone in that, um, it's um, what's his name? Plays Kang. Oh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, let's let's not yeah. be silly. Have you seen his Men's Health cover this month? No, I haven't. No. Wow. He's ripped. Okay. Are we done? I think so. Let's move on to the. So I keep calling it the main event, but Ned's worried we're going to get sued by RuPaul as our following grows. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions for the segment where we get to the film of the moment. Like the actual film that the episode's supposed to be about. Then hit us up, please. Yeah. Fire those suggestions at our social media. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Blair Witch Project. Yes. Would you like to introduce it? Go on. I actually remembered to do a little bit of a plot synopsis this week. Oh, wow. You have been. Mm-hmm. You've took the telling off well. Well, you know, I don't like to make the same mistake twice. Picture this. 1990s. Three American filmmakers embark on a project to create a documentary film about an urban legend in Maryland, United States. The Blair Witch, who, according to legend, used to eat children or something like that. I'm laughing at you, know, (laughs) Used to eat children or something. (laughs) Lives in the woods near the town of Burkittsville, um, which has a long and witchy history. One weekend, um, Heather, Mikey and Josh park up their car in the woods and trek, like, deep into the middle of nowhere to shoot their film, um... And they planned for like a three-day trek, so they've got tents and food and such with them. Um, at night, though, things start to get a bit weird and scary. Um, and they keep finding like bundles of sticks and piles of rocks and all sorts of scary things that shouldn't be there. Um, and during the day, they completely lose their way. Like they can't find their bearings at all. I wasn't Those sure if they were like bewitched mm. well yeah part of why it's such a good film is because it doesn't really explain anything so no. it keeps you scared um anyway so they lose their bearings and nobody ever sees them again um without ruining the ending at this point in the episode um and the key thing to note about this film is that it is a found footage film so supposedly they went missing and a year later people found their cameras made a film out of the footage that they had. I don't think they made a film. I think this was just the footage. You get me? Yeah, but they edited I don't think they down. did. Right. The filmmakers edited how much yeah. they filmed, but yeah. the film that we see is what somebody who picked the camcorder. Oh, as if you just put the home movie in the yeah. telly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's very much, you know... It, you can see how much it inspires the likes of, well, I'll say Cloverfield, because that was all filmed on a, uh, I don't know if it was a camcorder, will it have been a camcorder at that time? Or a mobile phone, just a camera. Yeah. 
and you can also see how it inspired kind of the likes of paranormal activity yeah. even though paranormal activity isn't kind of like the recovered footage kind of thing but it is but it's very much like and host i get no i don't know i know i think i think paranormal activity is found footage recovered footage yeah they both die oh do they yeah i've tried to blank that film out with my memory because it frightened me that much um i used to lose sleep thinking about it years after i'd seen it mm. I just want to say, to start, to go from where you've introduced the plot, Mm -mm. serves them right. I'm sorry. If you go into the woods Mm. today, Mm. right, and you know that there's this woman, potential witchy woman in there, that loads of people in the town are telling you, have got some kind of connection to it. Yeah. It might have been the site of a murderer. It might have been the site of ritualistic murders. There was Mm. all sorts of theories about these woods. Don't go in. Honestly, yeah, why bother? And if something builds a load of cairns around your tent when you're asleep, don't knock the cairn over, because you're just asking for it. Mm. I'm sorry. So, so, like... Well, I I get the impression that by the time it's built the cairns... Mark has made. Yeah, but don't piss it off by. Yeah. Um, you know. What am I saying? Don't piss it Aggravating off. Aggravating it. Yeah. Yeah. What I will say is, I think what's most effective about this film is that, and I think a lot of horror films could learn the less modern day horror films could learn the less. You're boring yourself. No, proper yawn then. E, I'm sorry, listeners. Midword, that. Um, I was trying to hold it in to get the point <laughs> out, and then I thought you might have talked. So, a lot of, like, they don't show anything. We don't see what it is. Something about that, though. Apparently, so when it was released, they did a few small film festivals to get some footage, uh, some feedback and things, just yeah. to make sure it'd land for a wider audience. Then it premiered at Sundance Film Festival Uh and somebody decided they wanted to buy it, but they wanted a different ending. Did they want to see something? I I, I don't know what they wanted. It didn't give me that detail on what I was reading. But apparently they went back to Maryland a couple of years later, filmed four alternative endings and still decided that the ending that we've seen was the best and that was the first because there's a bit in the film where, not at the end, where they they both kind of come to their end. Mm. But there's a bit where they're walking through the woods in the dark and you hear one of the characters, I can't remember which one it is, and they go like, oh my God, what is that? As if something literally walks right past her. Mm. But even we still don't get to see anything. Another fun fact about that. That was supposed to be in the film. You're supposed to see something. But... Whoever was filming it forgot to pan left to show what it was she'd seen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I wonder what it was that we were meant to see. It I really, don't think it, we I'm were meant gonna, to I'm have seen. I'm not going to ruin that because it really pulls you out of the fantasy. Oh, say it. What? It was one of the crew dressed in long johns with another pair of long johns over his head. So it was just a person? Yeah. Wasn't some kind it was of demonic to be the witch. witchy. Well, it's supposed to be. Obviously, it wasn't really a demonic witch. No, no. 
but that was what he, she was supposed to see it pan left see the crew a few meters back in the dark wearing long johns it probably looked like a witchy figure yeah yeah um well yeah for how dark and shaky exactly. the camera is like exactly um uh, also about talking about during its premiere at Sundance, what I thought was quite clever as the actors were listing as missing or deceased. Oh, that made me laugh, lol. Um, Whenever I see the word deceased, it just makes me think of gays going, oh my God, I am deceased when I've something said funny that happens. Line. Oh. Am I even bored. gay? <laughs> oh, I'm sneezing, I'm All yawning. These interruptions. Oh, Sorry. And what I did also, talking about kind of about the film and the way it was marketed and at Sundance where it had missing or deceased, um, you know, they used the real names, the actors in the film, which mm. Heather Donoghue has regretted was later say, in life. Yeah, she didn't like as that, she actually. says, that it's prevented her from getting other roles. Um, it was the first widely released film marketed via the internet. And it was, some would argue, it's the first film to go viral. Oh. So it's quite, yeah, it's quite interesting. It's like it tapped into kind of really early internet culture and yeah. technology, using technology to create yeah. films. I mean, um, it really became influential in the genre. Like, I know we've mentioned Paranormal Activity and Cloverfield, but like, even down to... I think uh, I think it's one of the scary movies. One of them parodies that scene, you know, where Heather is like looking down, you know, as if you open the selfie cam the wrong way around, and you've got like eight chins and a snotty nose, and she's apologising to the parents of her two pals because it was all her idea. Um, that was parodied in Scary Movie. Host almost did that as well because yeah, the poster of Host is like somebody dead close to the webcam camera like really up and looking scared yeah. and it's very similar to that kind of Blair Witch Project yeah. uh, poster I will say I didn't find it scary I, I think you've probably wrote this point down better than me do you, you want to say it and then I'll say it or... no you say it well I don't know what you're about to say about so I spent the whole film scared, but not because it was necessarily scaring me, but because I was expecting so much to be scared at any moment. And that was because when I was little, my dad told me it was the scariest film he's ever seen. So I think maybe just after like years of thinking about that, every time somebody mentions it, I was expecting it to be way scarier than it And was. like even the way people voted for us to do this yeah. one instead of... Yeah. Um... The others. It's like everyone was like in on something. Oh, they'll be dead scared yeah. by that one. But well, I didn't find it particularly... Well... Oh, uh, no. I was going to say, that isn't to say that it isn't scary. Because it is. It is scary. It's just not the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. But then, there are, what, 24 years of horror cinema since. So, maybe things have just got scarier since. And maybe at the time, it was the scariest thing in existence. Well, I mean, Jaws was scary when that first came out. Exactly. And um, it looks silly now, so... Yeah. Um, We do have a Jaws episode, if you'd like to go back and listen to it. <laughs> um, 
yeah, very suspenseful, very paranoid. You know, you've got the twigs snapping one night that they can hear and you're like, what the hell is that going on? Mm. You've got, like, the building of the cairns, they can't find the car. Yeah. Um, but I almost found, like, reading about it after more scary. So when Josh disappears mm. and for a couple of nights, Heather and the other guy, Mike, Mike hear Josh's screams. I was like, oh, he's screaming. But then apparently in the in the kind of things you read about it those screams were kind of a fabrication from whatever was in these woods it was the witch to like draw them out of the yeah. out of the tent and draw them to her which obviously does eventually end up working spoiler Spo- well the whole thing's been spoiled but um yeah and there's something that there is something scary about the woods especially when there's all them like wooden witchy thingies yeah they look, the they look a little like... bit like um oh there's a word for it oh it's not voodoo dolls but that kind of vibe like idols now what is it what do you call them i don't know but there was a lot of them hanging those trees and i tell you it's if scary. i went into a woods and that I'd have, i would mm-hmm. run out of them quicker than absolutely yeah. not a chance so and yeah it's almost like when heather fight then finds josh's shirt I can't speak. Josh's shirt with like body parts. It mm. doesn't tell Mike. That's the point where I was a bit less scared because it was. It's very much the frightening bit of this film is the suspense and not yeah. knowing what it is. And as the that almost that starts to drop, when you start to see a bit of blood, he's obviously dead. And about like it almost loses its scare momentum. I, I, I would say. I do think that's the only part of the film that that happens though that's the only bit that reveals anything that isn't just them two being shit scared in the woods three sorry um so what i would do what i would lie on the floor and just put my head in the ground and just stay still forever what do you mean i wouldn't look around I wouldn't want to see anything. I'd be so scared. I'd just lay there and die. <laughs> I'm really bored. You couldn't... You, right? I would not be able to move, right? When we watched Horse the other night mm. and somebody blew the bloody candles out, mm. I was I couldn't move for fear. <laughs> and if I was in those woods and I was seeing and hearing all this shit, mm. I would not be able to move do you know actually talking about this at this time of the evening it's quarter to nine and we've got to drive to middlesbrough straight after we'll be out in the dark that's a bit scary you're not in any woods though no i know but we'll be out in the dark at oh night. that a19 is quite dark to be fair mm. i used to scare myself when i first fin- start hang on like you whispering for whenever i don't <laughs> in um when i first passed my test when i was 17 if I was on the road and I was and it was dark, I used to say to my brother, imagine if there were zombies on this road now. And I used to turn my lights off dead quick and put them on. And I used to say, like, when I turn them back on, there'll be somebody stood there. Oh, you're nasty. And that used to really scare both of us. You're I like nasty. being scared, but this, fi- yeah, it was definitely, the way people go on about this film, I was expecting to literally not sleep for weeks. And as soon well, as we added the pillow... 
If I'm honest, I'm glad I can sleep for weeks. I don't like it when I lose sleep from a horror. But as soon as we had it, the pillow, I'd forgotten about it. Um, I will report back after I've been to the woods. Into the woods, into the woods. Because I've not been to the woods I since the last year. musical. I don't know, I haven't seen it. Into the, you've not seen Into the Woods? No, I haven't. Oh, um, it's rubbish. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to note, it's funny that you were talking about host and said the phrase paranormal stuff is the scariest Cause it is. type of horror. Because I wrote that about this. Because it is. Violence, I can cope with that. That's fine. Yeah. Paranormal I know how to, co- to I know me. how to cope with stuff you can see. Yeah. Paranormal to me is, it's the what if. Mm. What if it was real? And you decided to mess with it. Mm. Like when we watched Halls the other night and everyone was like, shall we do a seance round here? If they'd have started a seance, I would, I can't begin to tell you how much I would have kicked off in my flat. Would you not have just kicked them out? That's what I mean. Yeah. I'd have really made a yeah. scene. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. You don't mess with shit like that. Because you don't know. Nobody, when people say it's not real, you can't prove to me it's not real, but you can't prove to me it doing, is real either. All they're doing is convincing themselves it's not real so they don't feel scared. And they try to say, oh, well, scientifically it couldn't happen. How do we know that for sure? Science learns something new about itself every single exactly. day. It's only exactly. a matter of time. So, scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was interested to see, I mean, I didn't think it would take a long time to film, but it only filmed eight days. Yeah, only 20 hours of footage. Yeah. Not bad. I'd love to have like known how much of it was improvisational from the actors. Or... Apparently, not scripted at all, just directed. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Right. So, ah, oh, and also, you know when they interview like residents of the town? Um, some of those interviews were actual residents and some of them were planted actors that the actors didn't know were actors. So they interviewed everyone. So is there a real Blair Witch then? Fable? Yeah. Oh, there is? Yeah. Did they film it in the place where she's meant to be? I don't know. Fucking you would hope not, wouldn't you? You'd never <laughs> sleep again. Never. No. Um, one of the most successful independent films of all time. Grossed nearly 250 million. And I wonder what its budget was. Uh, 60,000. That's some return. Yeah. That's a great return. Yeah. Um, That's dollars, by the way, not pounds, just in case. I also saw a fact that the house that was used for the final scene, where the final scene was filmed, this film was so popular, it was overwhelmed as film fans broke chunks off it. And the township where it was filmed ordered it to be demolished because it was unsafe. It was 200 years old, that wow. building. Can I, people I love film, but I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't bring any kind of souvenir back from a national park or... I didn't destroy a building. I picked up a piece of lava. Calling Lanzarote police authorities. This man stole from Timaf... Tim... Timafaya National Park, which looks like the moon. 
I'm being silly now. Have you got any more points? Um, only, and I couldn't quite work out where to fit this one in in the conversation, so it's going to feel really abrupt. I sort of found Heather to be really irritating. Oh my God, she's horrendous. Right from the very Why start. Why couldn't she have died first? And I've been thinking and thinking about why I find her irritating, and I'm terrified that it's some sort of misogynistic, unconscious bias. But I don't think it is. But even if you are... Because it's not unconscious You're anymore. self-aware. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've, you've said it and thought it. Now, I think it doesn't matter what her gender is. Anyone that acts like she acts in this film... She's annoying. irritating. She's mm. annoying. Yeah. She screams a lot. Well, it, um, I mean, she's scared. That's not what I find annoying about her. Oh, she's... Yeah, I know what you... Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think less said on that, the better, to be honest. You're not being misogynistic, don't worry. Well. It certainly doesn't test Bechdel. No. Unless Heather spoke to the witch, but she didn't. No. Um, um, but I didn't really. There's only three characters anyway. No, this one doesn't need subjecting to the tests. Where to watch, it's currently on... I actually looked on Just Watch yesterday... Mm. And I swear it was free on ITV Hub at the minute when this episode oh, goes out. Oh, all places. Which I guess means it's been shown on an ITV channel in the last few weeks. So probably it's probably on there for it? like a month or yeah. something. But you can also kind of rent it on streaming like Amazon, Apple, everywhere yeah. you kind of... And I think it was only a couple of quid. Mm. So yeah, two or three pounds because it has been out a long time. So they're not going to charge much for it. No. Or if you want to go really old school, find a DVD or something. Yeah, in a, in a sex shop. Mm. Spelt with a C. Yeah. Yeah, this, they smell. Those shops. Yeah. They smell the same, it doesn't matter what CX you go in. Yeah. Stinky. Monster. Moshes. <laughs> I just thought you meant like the like musky paper type. No, the people. Well, that's not very kind. Oh, it's a joke. <laughs> but they do. They have a type of and stuff. And that's don't all they? for this time. I, don't cut me <laughs> off. Go on, finish. I'm not having no, to use I... this podcast to slag off people. I'm not slagging off nobody. If you have enjoyed, if you have enjoyed this episode of Gaze on Film, please subscribe, rate, and comment on your pod- podcast platform of choice. Podcast did so well. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at GazeOnFilmPod. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so please do feel free to drop us a message. Especially about this one. Especially about we this scared. one. Um, and just a quick reminder as well, we're on the hunt for names for the, the segment where we talk about the film. So if you do have any snappy ideas, please send them our way. Um, we'll credit you in one of the episodes, maybe. I have been <laughs> Ned. And I have been Declan. And this has been Gaze on Film. Thanks for listening. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.